Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. L.A. sure knows how to add drama to, well, everything, but in this case, baseball. Can the Red Sox ride their momentum against the Rays? Plus, why does no one respect the Arizona Cardinals? It's like Rodney Dangerfield. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. After one of the greatest division races in Major League Baseball history, at least modern history, the L.A. Dodgers and San Francisco Giants will square off for the first time in the postseason thanks to a Chris Taylor heartbreaker for the St. Louis Cardinals, a two-run shot walk-off job in the bottom of the ninth to lift the L.A. Dodgers past the St. Louis Cardinals who are trying to put that Cardinals devil magic all over the postseason yet again. Joining me now from Locked On Dodgers, Jeff Snyder. And Jeff, uh, it is difficult to feel like there is any justice in a 100-plus win team having to play in a wild card game. But do you feel like there is a little bit of poetic justice in now getting to face the team that the Dodgers couldn't quite track down to get to settle the score in the NL West? Yeah, I, I think there is. You know, the uh, you hear a lot of people saying it's a shame that the two best teams in the league have to play each other in division series. And from my standpoint, it's bring them on. The sooner the better. You know, let's let's get them out of the way and, uh, you know, let, let bring it on. You know, th- this game was the opposite of a heartbreaker for me. I was at Dodger Stadium driving in my in my car in L.A. traffic right now. My eyes are on the road. Don't you worry. I'm just talking. But it was, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And it's what we expected. You know, we expect, okay, Dodgers going to win the wild card game, going to face the Giants in the division series. But the details of how you get there, that's what makes baseball so great. Yeah, it was it was 1-1 in, in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, and it, it took a, a Kenley Jansen hold to get the Dodgers in that position in the top of the ninth. And it was really the Cody Bellinger walk that set it all up. As you look to now this division series against the Giants, uh, this was a, a difficult matchup uh, all season long. What is the pathway for the Dodgers to win this series? Dodgers just need to play their best baseball. Honestly, that sounds cliche and it is, but there's a reason cliches exist. It's because often they're true. And the, the fact is that the Dodgers lost the season series 10 to nine, but it easily could have gone three or four games in either direction. The series was so close throughout the season and, you know, the Dodgers dealt with some injuries. They, they weren't always at full strength against the giants. I know the giants had some injuries too. Uh, that's not excuses. It's just explaining why, I feel good coming in this, even though without Max Muncy, you know, obviously that's a, a big blow. But uh, if the Dodgers, simply put, I believe the Dodgers are a slightly better team than the Giants. And most of the time, the team that's slightly better will win over the course of five games. And that's kind of what I'm crossing my fingers and hoping for. Yeah, I don't think that, that most fans outside of the Bay Area would dispute that the Dodgers are the more talented team. But over 162 games, the Giants played more consistent baseball. So if there is something about this Giants team that, that makes you most concerned that the cream will not rise to the top, another cliche, what would that be? Uh, they may have borrowed some of that Cardinals devil magic, you know? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how else you explain late night Lamont Wade, you know, like 
I, I don't know how else you explain Brandon Crawford, you know, having his best season at age 96 or whatever it is, you know, the, it's, there's some devil magic going on. And, and if anything's making me nervous, it's that, but uh, ultimately, you know, maybe, maybe what we saw tonight was uh, the, the Dodgers are immune to devil magic in the postseason in 2021. That's what I'm telling myself anyway. There is also something uh, profoundly satisfying, I'm sure, for you as a Dodgers fan and for me as someone who grew up in Milwaukee cheering for the Brewers. At the end of the ESPN article that explains what happened in this game, the Dodgers, they opened their best of five NLDS series against San Francisco. The Cardinals, up next for them, pitchers and catchers report for spring training in mid-February. That is, that is There is just something beautiful about that. Jeff, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for making Lockdown Today your first listen of the day. Coming up, can the Red Sox ride their momentum against the Rays? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Rock Auto is the place where you can save money on car parts. Going to buy car parts is a hassle. It is a pain because, I don't know about you, I'm not an expert. I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know what I'm supposed to be paying. And guess who knows that? The person behind the counter, and they're going to punch in the, their numbers on their computer, figure out what's in their warehouse, and they're going to sell it to you for whatever price they feel like charging you. So why spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more at chain stores or dealerships when you could go to rockauto.com, a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for nearly a generation. This is a place that you can feel good about giving your money and you're saving money at the same time right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you now here's what you need to be locked on today the carolina panthers are tied for first in the nfc south with the defending champion tampa bay buccaneers and on wednesday they made a move that has panther fans excited We have a real GM. We have a real GM here in Carolina. Scott Fitterer has traded a future sixth round pick in 2023 for Stephon Gilmore, a Rock Hill native just south of the border from Charlotte in South Carolina. A former defensive player of the year two years ago in New England. He's now here in Carolina as your number one corner. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? Are you serious? Like, is this really happening? After all those years of Marty Hurry, Scott Bader has come here to show us what football front office competency is? God bless this man. God bless the Carolina Panthers. They are in it to win it. No J.C. Horn for possibly the rest of the year. Doesn't matter. Stephon Gilmore's here. C.J. Henderson's here. A.J. Boye's back. The Carolina Panthers at 3-1, and one, tied for the top of the NFC South, are going for it here in 2021. Maury Smith's time as executive director of the NFL Players Association could be coming to an end. The NFLPA's executive committee took a vote Tuesday night to determine whether Smith should be allowed to remain in the job he has held for the past 12 years. According to the NFLPA's constitution, a unanimous approval vote by the 14-member committee would have kept Smith in his job. However, the vote was evenly split 7-7. Smith's job status is now in the hands of the NFLPA's 32-team player representatives who have a conference call vote tentatively scheduled for 6 p.m. Eastern Friday. If 22 of the 32 player reps vote to retain Smith, he will be effectively re-elected 
and would negotiate a new contract. If he does not get 22 votes, the job of the NFLPA's executive director will officially be open and other candidates could run for it in the NFLPA's annual meetings in March. The Los Angeles Rams are coming off a loss to the Arizona Cardinals and now face another division rival in the Seahawks tonight. So what do they need to get back in the win column? I'm Sosa Kremendras, your host of the Locked on Rams podcast and the biggest key to victory for the Los Angeles Rams heading into week five to play against the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday Night Football is going to be to clean up the offensive mistakes going back into week four against the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams ultimately scored 20 points in that game, but did not play a very clean football game. There were at least five or six passing plays that could have easily resulted in massive chunk plays, especially three or four that could have ended in touchdowns. You look at certain ones like the deep shot from Matthew Stafford to Deshaun Jackson that's intercepted. That probably should have been a 70-yard touchdown. So the Rams could have had a lot better of an offensive performance in that game. In this one, the Rams are going against a very potent offense in the Seattle Seahawks and quarterback Russell Wilson. They can't really afford to put up a stinker on the offensive side of the ball. So one of the biggest keys to victory here is just simply going to ultimately result in a better performance on the offensive side of the ball. The Rams need to clean up those mistakes, get the chemistry down, and continue to run the football with effectiveness. The San Diego Padres fired manager Jace Tingler on Wednesday, three days after they finished 79-83 and in third place in the National League West, 28 games behind first place San Francisco. General Manager A.J. Preller said Tingler, who just a season ago was second in voting for NL Manager of the Year, would be given the opportunity to remain in the organization. Tingler's fate was sealed during a shocking free fall that saw the Padres go from a one-game lead in the NL's second wildcard spot on September 9th to being eliminated from playoff contention with seven games left. The Padres clinched their 10th losing season in 11 years. Tingler was 116 and 106 overall in two years. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your college and pro football action. Week five lines are here in the AFC North. The leading Bengals take on the Green Bay Packers who lead the NFC North. The bet online for that game is Packers giving three and a half. The Chiefs bounce back after a two-game losing streak and are two and a half point favorites over the Buffalo Bills who dropped 40 in a shutout against the Texans. The ALDS series gets underway tonight. The Houston Astros are minus 135 against the Chicago White Sox, and the Tampa Bay Rays are minus 180 against the Boston Red Sox. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to get that deposit bonus. Here is another story you need to know. What's going on, everybody? This is Kim Becker with a Locked On Now Insider Report. The MLB Divisional Series games are getting started. And we have MLB Insider Gordon Beckham here to break them down for you, Gordon. Let's talk Boston Red Sox, Tampa Bay Rays. The Red Sox are coming off of a big 6-2 win over the Yankees. How do you think that they are going to prepare now to head into moving on to taking on the defending AL champs, the Tampa Bay Rays? Yeah, I mean, I think they got a, you know, they got a tall task ahead of them for sure. I think the one thing I've noticed though over the years is the fact that people, when they get, when they have a great game in the wild card, it can sometimes propel them into uh, some better uh, weather, I guess, so to speak, as they move forward. I mean, uh, Boston kind of limped into the playoffs, and so you all of a sudden get a big win, you get this momentum bump, and 
Also, the Tampa Bay Rays will not have played in like four days. So as a baseball player, you lose a lot of the feel of the game when it, when you don't see pitching every day. So personally, I think that the it's, it's a good thing for the Red Sox. They have a lot of momentum, um, and I think that um, obviously the Rays are good. I mean, you know, they've won so many games. It's not going to be an easy, easy thing to go down to Tampa. But I just I, I, I think that there's some some really good momentum on the side of the Red Sox. All right. Well, coming from a baseball player yourself, what is how can you keep that momentum going for these Red Sox? What's something specific that you think that they really should hone in on here? Yeah, I think I, I think that the offense has got to show up early. I, I really am. I as as an os- offensive player, like when you get out there and you start scoring runs for your pitching staff early or you start having good at bats and you show that you're getting on base and the pitching staff can kind of keep the other team down. You really are, you know, ahead of the eight ball on, on and when you start these baseball games, especially in the playoffs, it just feels better when you're hitting. I mean, it always did for, for me, even if you weren't hitting personally, um, having guys on base and being able to, um, have that kind of good feeling, knowing that you can get guys on base, you can score. I think the uh, the Red Sox offense has got to go. And then you watch Chris Sale, right? Chris Sale is important because Chris always, I've playing with him when I was with the Chicago, he always pitched well in Tampa. He loved Tampa, but obviously he gets seen a lot by them now. Who knows? But um, I like my chances having Chris Sale going uh, once, possibly twice, depending on who they end up starting. Okay, Gordon, let's get your prediction on this series. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with the hot hand. I'm going with the team that has played in the last four days. I'm going with the Red Sox. I think it's a short series. If the Rays have any sort of kind of uh, rust that they have to knock off, the series, a five-game series, can really like get away from you really quick. So I'm going to go with the guys that are streaking. They had a big win. They struggled in Tampa, in, in Tampa Bay and uh, playing these guys. I mean, they really struggled against Tampa Bay down the stretch, but I'm going to go with them. They're the hot hand. They just won a game. I got the, uh, the Red Sox in five. For more Locked On Now reaction to the Major League Baseball playoffs, subscribe to the Locked On MLB YouTube page. Coming up, why does no one respect the Arizona Cardinals? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And right now for a limited time, you can get their limited time flavor, cookie dough chunk, which you guys, the limited time flavors. There's one, I can't mention it, but one of my all-time favorites is coming back very soon. I'm not, I, I don't want you to wait for it. Try the cookie dough chunk. Try, if you haven't tried some of their base flavors, coconut almond, love that one. Mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, love that one. Double chocolate, love that one. Double chocolate originally got me hooked on Built Bars. Salted caramel, there's something for everyone. And all of them are high protein, high fiber, low in net carbs, and low in sugar. So you're having something delicious that doesn't make you feel bad about eating it. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day. After the Rams beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week three, no one had any problems declaring them the best team in the league. So why not the Arizona Cardinals after they dismantled that same Rams team in week four, we do a Locked On Podcast Network and Tegna Power Rankings, and the Arizona Cardinals came in at three. Our Locked On Cardinals hosts were not happy about it. Joining me now from 12 News in Phoenix, Cameron Cox. And Cameron, 
I'll put it to you this way. Why not the Cardinals at number one? Peter, I, you know what? I see what you guys did. You know, y'all went out ESPN <laughs> on this poll and just decided to put the Cardinals down there to stir up everybody in mm-hmm. Phoenix. We can't have this much good news, right, in like a three-day span. I get it. I get it. Uh, you know what? It's it's interesting to look at. I don't think – here's why I think they are where I think a lot of national folks – and I think if you were to poll the country – no one would tell you that the Cardinals are the best team in football. But speaking from someone who has watched every snap, every game, and see this offense roll like it does, to me, it it, it still doesn't even come out. It's, very, it's weird to say. I'll be honest with you, Peter. I think they're the best team in football right now. That's – I get it. I get it. It's weird to say. Cliff Kingsbury may be in the running for coach of the year. Kyler Murray – is in the running for MVP. In fact, I just looked this up not too long ago. If you look across all these different betting sites, because now I got them all here on my phone in Arizona, uh, he's the favorite in like 90% of them to win the MVP award. Uh, It's just crazy to see how far that they've come. That offense is pretty complete, and this defense is playing uh, complimentary football, and I think that's what makes them, in my eyes, the best team in football right now. Also, when you're undefeated, you're the only undefeated team left. We base everything off winning, right? How are they not at the top, Peter? I'm sorry that was a long answer. No. But it's been discussed all day in the newsroom. In fact, I'm surprised <laughs> nobody's running over here to chime in right now. No, I, l- listen, I, I did not vote them number one, but I put the Bills number one. Why? Because just Tell from, me I, why. I think from a recency standpoint, and, and I, I saw it last year with them, right? I saw the Bills be good. And so I'm less susceptible to say, okay, uh, the last four games, we've seen this really good stuff from you. We saw them start hot last year. Mm-hmm. So I just need to see it a little bit more. But you are absolutely right. Kyler Murray, to me, he's the MVP right now. No doubt about it. The, the guys over on Locked on Cardinals, especially Alex Clancy, he keeps <laughs> saying, this is not sustainable. This is a lot of Kyler, just do a thing. Kyler, just go make plays. And I think that's a, ve- a fair criticism. The problem is, He's making those plays. So as long as he's making those plays, I just kind of have to throw my hands up and say, maybe Kyler's just that good. Peter, you know what's interesting about that? So like Kyler, just go make plays. Anyone complain when Patrick Mahomes does that? Hey, Patrick, just go make plays. Good point. I don't hear anybody (laughs) complain about that. What about Lamar Jackson? Right. Excuse me, like Lamar, just go make plays. Man, is he? He's just making too many plays. Come on, yeah. like, do people really complain about that? When Brett Favre used to do it, he threw eight interceptions a game, and then he would make all these plays. Would people really like? But you know that Favre guy, he just—I mean, come on. I mean, let's be real though. Um, what Kyler does really well, and I don't think he get this is what I don't think Kyler gets enough credit for, is how tough he is. Yeah. I don't think people understand how good of a pocket quarterback he is he's not looking to run whatsoever in fact he has said multiple times this offseason I want to run less and that's what you're seeing this offense can go and this offense can do whatever they want because not only do teams have to respect the running game they got to watch out for Kyler and then they got all these weapons on the outside good luck picking your poison if you're a defensive coordinator and finally San Jose Sharks forward Evander Kane is being investigated after allegations He used a fake COVID-19 vaccination card. According to a source, the investigation centers on whether Kane submitted a fraudulent vaccine card as well as on the domestic assault allegations made by his estranged wife, Anna Kane, in the recent divorce filings. The NHL has begun interviews on the case and there is no timeline for a completion of the investigation. It's unclear whether Anna Kane is participating in this investigation currently. She did not participate in the league's recent investigation on whether Kane gambled 
on NHL games, including some wagers placed against the Sharks. So that means potential fraud, potential domestic assault, and potential gambling charges. Not a great look, no matter what the outcome of this investigation. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen Locked On Bets. Download and subscribe free and available on all platforms. Coming up Friday, will the Red Sox carry over their momentum against the Rays? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.